0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Therese Reese, and y'all know how we do it. Tonight, I have a scratchy voice, so I'm going to do my best. <clears throat> y'all please bear with me. The name of the poem is entitled Titanic Love. Here we go. Spending so much time trying to fill a void with love wanting so hard to find it not realizing that it always finds us and at the strangest of times too to expect it from one person yet receive it from another this can be frustrating sometimes to feel empty inside screaming and panting but looking peaceful at a glance wanting the pain to end then being rescued could be why it feels Titanic meaning the same thing but expressed so differently a crazy crazy thing this love when I think that I'm drowning I am actually floating never wanting to give up this intoxicating Titanic love so I hope that you all have had the most amazing day I hope that you did something special for yourself I just hope that you've been ceasing each and every moment that you can because life is so, so precious. And I hope that you are building your legacies or creating beautiful memories, whatever it is that brings you the utmost joy. So this past weekend, we buried my uncle Johnny and I must say it was a beautiful service. excuse me, filled with love and great memories and wonderful people and just all of that. He was definitely loved and that has to, you know, whenever you are, well, you you may not know, but (laughs) whenever you know that you're loved, it makes the heart smile. It should anyway um and we really do hope that he felt that he was loved because we did love our uncle johnny and he will be missed um but yeah i wanted to talk about there's so much that i wanted to cover on today one of the main things though that i wanted to talk about was um relationships sisterhood brotherhood the like all of it excuse me and one of the reasons why I wanted to touch on that is because when we were having his service one of the things that really really resonated with me and this is something that I observed throughout the course of their uh, my big I said my big brother lord Jesus (laughs) I guess because they were it was big brother and little brother but my uncle Johnny was the oldest of nine children Then there's my Uncle Roger. And they were really, really close. As a matter of fact, for the last nine years, my Uncle Roger had been taking care of my Uncle Johnny. And so when we would go to visit at my Uncle Roger's and my Aunt Charlene's home, um, my Uncle Johnny would be there hanging out with my Uncle Roger. But what I loved about the relationship is how close they were. They looked out for each other. You could tell that they loved each other, and you could even see admiration in their relationship. And it was just a beautiful thing to watch and to witness and to be a part of. There was just so much reverence there, so much respect, so much love, so much honor. And yes, you could, you know, if you listen to their testimonies, if you listen to their stories, they had had a rough childhood. But They had this bond, this unspeakable bond. that It was just a beautiful thing to observe. And we truly will miss our uncle. We will miss Uncle Johnny. Um, However, when I was thinking about their relationship... And then I was thinking about my own siblings... And thinking about some adopted siblings... Some spiritual siblings... And then my biological siblings... Um, what I noticed was I'm age 47 and when I think about my relationship with each one of my biological siblings it dawned on me we don't have that type of bond we don't have the type of bond where um, we know we love each other don't get me wrong we know we love each other but that type of bond that we were able to witness When it came to my uncles, I don't know if that's something that comes the older that you get or is something that is there when you're born. I'm not sure when it takes place, but what I notice is that we don't have that me and my siblings. It's not there and I love them. I would do anything for them and I'm sure they feel the same, but in terms of that connection, it's just not there and when i look at other relationships when i look at other you know just relationships really in terms of siblings there's a few that i truly admire because you know i guess it it is something that you do have to you got to work towards you got to nurture i had spoke on it a few i guess you say episodes ago when i talked to how My children, they don't all have the same mother and father, not all six of them. They don't have the same mother and father. But when you see them together, when you see them, when they're in each other's midst, there's no competition. There's no jealousy. There's no indifference. It's just a beautiful thing to see, to see how they connect with each other, love on each other it's just a beautiful thing to see and i admire that i so admire that they celebrate each other and it's the way that they celebrate each other that i just totally adore i just adore how they are with each other i remember there's a conversation that my 28 year old was having with my 20 year old because my 20 year old is about to transition and move to dallas texas right now we live in austin and they had this conversation she was like let me find out that you've been in dallas this whole time and you haven't even contacted me and then she was like we ain't got to be like the best of friends but you got to at least let me know you're in the city and so my 20 year old told her he was like watch we're gonna be the best of friends just because you said that and just to listen to them interact with each other and to laugh with each other and just you know it's a it's a genuine love it's a genuine love and I, I do I admire it I adore it it's something that oh my god I just I, I desire that And really truth be told I've always had a desire of that I've always had a desire to have the type of sibling where we are so connected where we are literally where we have kindred spirits to where being in each other's presence we're rooting for each other we're you know happy for one another successes and we're constantly edifying each other building each other up and you know, being able to build those memories and that's always been something that I have desired. I've always had that desire. And even when I found out that I had a big brother, like when I found out that I had a big brother, I thought the connection with my big brother would be one where he would be excited that he had a little sister. It was nothing like that. Like nothing at all. I didn't I didn't get that even in that relationship and so I don't know I guess that's the reason why I have such an a, a admiration when I see certain siblings connected the way that they are I just think it's a beautiful beautiful thing something that I, I've always longed for and you know when I think about the biological aspect I'm like okay I know I love my siblings Lord and I know they love me but you know am I their favorite person no no and i know that like i just i just know that it's not a it's not a question mark is the answer is no um and that's okay but at the same time i know that i've always aspired to have that type of kinmanship when it came to my brothers and sisters like i've always just desired that now whether we talk for hours yes we can be on the phone talk for hours um, it's just, and maybe it's because of our age gap. Cause we do have an age gap. Um, except for my, the brother that's right up under me, we're 15 months apart, but then my other sibling were nine years apart, my little brother. And then my sister were 15 years apart. So age could have something to do with that. Um, but I've just noticed how it didn't stop the actual relationship with my little, my youngest daughter and it didn't stop the relationship with my oldest either. So I know that that's something that's possible. I know that it is something that can be done. I know that it's attainable. It's just that it didn't happen it didn't happen with me. Um and then I think about my spiritual my spiritual siblings and you know that that is it's a different type of union. Um because you do when you're spiritually connected to your spiritual siblings, you want to see them win. Um, not saying that your biological siblings, that you don't want to see them win, because that's not true. I still want to see my I want to see everybody win, truth be told. Um, and then you have the adopted siblings where you pretty much may have started off as friends. And then you kind of evolved into a sisterhood or a brotherhood. Um, Or siblinghood, if you're sister and brother. But it's like, you know, you have those connections as well. And when I kind of weigh my relationships with everyone, I'm just like, Lord, it's as if the ones that I adopted, in a sense, some of them anyhow, it's as if we're closer than the ones that I'm biologically connected to, which is, I think, is just wild. Um, I just think that that's wild in and of itself but i don't know i just looking at this weekend and going over some of the the incidents and things that took place i just had a i don't know like a desire to talk about relationships like the you know how they can evolve into something great how it is that you know the small foxes can spoil the vine in some relationships and just how they can be just so complicated at times where you don't even you don't even realize it's like how did it begin how did it ever get this complex? What happened to the simplicity of it all? And I don't know, relationships can be they can be something. They could be something to say the least. And so, um, yeah, so I just kind of just wanted to touch base on that. It's just an observation that I had over the weekend. It's just like, wow, you know, I have like three different types of um relationships. I have my biological brothers and sister, and then I have my spiritual brother and my sisters, and then I have my um adopted brother and sisters. And I'm just like, wow Lord, hmm. Is it that I'm what is that about? And maybe, you know, the longer that I seek his face, he'll start to break it all the way down. But I have recognized that you can literally be more connected or feel more connected to those that you have welcomed or um, brought into your life that may not necessarily be your biological connection. Um, You could feel a deeper connection to those people than the ones that you have a bloodline with. And that's okay also. It's just that, you know, when you take the time out and you really look, it's just like, wow, you know, I would... Kind of wish that the biological was just as close as the adopted, but it doesn't always happen that way for whatever reason. Uh, maybe because with the biological, you don't get to you don't get to choose, <laughs> you don't get to choose who your siblings are uh, when it comes to the biological aspect. But then when it comes to the adopted or the spiritual, because spiritually, I also believe that that's something that's just ordained by God um so when it comes to the you know where you have your friendships that all of a sudden you evolve into like a sisterhood you're able to make a conscious choice and maybe that's the reason why you're more connected is because you got a chance to choose that person you know being the fact that you must have had likenesses and you know you've been through a couple of things together and you you realize oh okay so this person truly does have my back um and vice versa to where it's like You're more than just a friend. And next thing you know, it's like, you're my sister or you're my brother. And see, I was having a conversation with my adopted brother today. And when we were conversing, we were just talking about life in general, how everybody is going through something. They're going through something. They've just gotten out of something or they're about to get into something and how it's just, you can kind of feel the pressure of the world right now, just on all sides and if you're not careful, that it can boggle you down. It can weigh you down so heavily um, if you're not careful. Which is another reason why it's really good um, to have people that you can talk to, to have people that you can vent to, um, to have people that you can bounce your ideas off of, or even your frustrations. Because things ain't all they don't always come a roses. Life ain't always perfect, honey. There, we do go through. People do go through, and so. Um, to be able to have that, which is that's one of the things like I've, I realized that like I could I could pick up the phone and I could call my adopted brother and we could talk for hours just about life. But I noticed that that's not necessarily the same like that energy that I have when we're having a conversation. It's different. It's just different. When, you know, depending on who it is that I'm talking to and when it is that I'm talking to them, and I'm sure that's what everybody. That's not just me. I'm just I'm just saying that that's something that I've observed. You know, you got you got certain calls that you make where you know if you pick up that phone and you call this person, they're gonna listen. Then you have other calls that you make that when you pick up the phone and you call this person, they're gonna be the the um, <laughs> they're gonna be the voice of reason, and then you have. You know, may have someone else that you call that you're just like, you know, right now I just wanna talk. And they'll talk. They'll you know, they'll talk with you, they'll let you iron it out, they'll let you get it off your chest, all that good stuff. And then be like, Okay, are you good? Yep, I'm good. All right, then we'll do this again another day, another time. Just let me know when you need me. So, I mean, ever I guess everybody serves a purpose in life, but yeah, me going through this helped me to realize that that's one thing that I truly truly desire is to have a sisterhood um just an unspeakable bond and I I would I really would prefer that it be with my biological siblings, but as life would have it, that's kind of not how it took place, I guess. Um so yeah, if you have a spouse that you're genuinely close to, celebrate that. Celebrate that every chance you get. Because that is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to be connected to your spouses. I said spouses, Lord Jesus. Why is that on my mind? I'm always thinking about spouses. <laughs> I'm always thinking about I meant sibling, not spouse. I'm always thinking about spouses though. So I mean it is called Dear Future Hubby Podcast. So yeah no. But um, if you have a sibling that you are truly connected to, celebrate it because it is that is a gift and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, It's a beautiful thing, especially when you when you know, you know, and so I know like my prayers are going up for my Uncle Roger because I know that that my Uncle Johnny was like his best friend and. You know, that's like losing your better half, even though it's just, you know, it's a sibling. It's still like losing your better half because it's someone that you knew that you could confide in and talk to no matter what. Good days, bad days, in between days. Just, oh my goodness, those type of relationships are hard to come by. They really, really are. And so if you have a relationship like that, cherish it. Cherish the love. Cherish the love um because it's such a beautiful thing i i think about my my um one of my oldest daughters she's the second born child and then my oldest son and they have a relationship like that they are like best friends they're so close so so close and it's just a beautiful it's just beautiful to watch that you know where you know that you can be who you are no apologies needed and you have someone that will be completely transparent with you, but they'll also be completely for like, you know, honest with you in the, you know, in the forefront, they literally are just, you just know you could be yourself and they can be themselves with you and you don't have to put on airs and they're going to accept your flaws. They're going to accept you for who you truly are. They're going to love you no matter what, unconditionally. It's just a beautiful thing. It's such a beautiful thing. Um, So if you have a sibling that you're connected to in that regard, count your blessings. Because trust me, it is truly a blessing. Oh, how it's a blessing. So I am going to conclude this episode. However, y'all know how I do it. I am going to let me make sure I can find it first, because for some reason, I think it's just what just happened to the letter Lord. Okay, so now all of a sudden, I can't even... Oh, here it is. Okay, I say I can't even find the letter to my future hubby. Here it goes. So the date is April 26, 2021. And here we go. Dear future hubby, This weekend was the weekend that we buried my Uncle Johnny. What a memorable and beautiful funeral. Yes, it was a sad occasion, but beautiful nevertheless. To see so many of my loved ones. Some relatives I haven't seen in a few months, some in a few weeks, and some in a few years. It always helps me to put things in perspective when I attend a funeral. This time I pondered on relationships, especially our relationships with our biological siblings, our play siblings, and our spiritual siblings. One thing I absolutely adored was my Uncle Johnny's relationship with my Uncle Roger. Their brotherhood was solid. They genuinely looked out for one another. It was a beautiful sight to see. I thought about my own siblings, and I must admit, our relationships aren't that close. Yes, we love one another. We would go to war on each other's behalf, or I like to think so. However, that connection isn't quite the same. Then I thought about my relationship with friends of mine, that have grown over time and developed into a sisterhood where a, where a dear guy friend of mine has become my adopted big brother over time. I see how close we truly are. And I realize that sometimes kinmanship doesn't stem from the bloodline and that's okay. Then I think about my spiritual siblings, those who just know how to pray and when to pray for you. These relationships are priceless. And then I think about toxic relationships. You know, those relationships that don't mean you any earthly or spiritual good. The kind of relationships where you should have closed the door on them years ago. But for whatever reason, you kept holding on. Well, if death hasn't taught me anything else, it's taught me that I should allow toxic relationships to die in my life. And under no circumstances whatsoever, should I allow them to re-manifest. I attended church for the first time physically in over a year since COVID-19 first hit. There was something the pastor said that hit home for me. He said, there were certain friendships that were great on earth, but when it comes to your heavenly dwelling, there there are certain people who can't come. Well, I know this doesn't only apply to friendships. It applies to relationships as well. There are certain people in our lives who will only ever see us in one way. They will never see you in terms of where you are going. They will only ever see you based on where you have been. It doesn't matter if that person um, if that version of you has expired. It doesn't matter if there is a new and improved version of yourself. It um doesn't fit if it doesn't fit the old mold of who you once were. When they could use you, manipulate you, abuse you, deceive you, lie to you, etc. They won't see you. And I mean literally, see you. I hope whomever you have in this season of your life is there to grow with you rather than stifle your growth. I love you. Love, Teresa. So I hope y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, or afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. However, please do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.